train. This is sword of power. Sword is power. Dragon and earth. Soaring through the sky. Spread your wings. out super not enough of you were taking Australians as a threat it's pretty obvious that was the case well let's see how you feel after this week of the Anglo scum across the globe shall they face wait <laughs> <laughs> Shall they face the dustbin of history? Find out this week on Ballin' Out Super. Hey, welcome to Ballin' Out Super, everybody. Super. I am, uh, all right, sorry. Super. <laughs> Super. Super. I am your host. I'm not Katie Rose Leon. I am lost in Phoenix, uh, aka Lost Leon, and I'm here with my illustrious co-host, Alex Patak, everybody. Hey, everyone. I'm also not Katie Rose Leon. Welcome to the podcast. You, Alex, you have to leave in the part where we broke and laughed during your intro. <laughs> I will certainly not be doing that. <laughs> Come on, man. It makes it way too long. Oh, man. But it was the best part. I haven't part. been thinking... <laughs> I haven't been thinking these broke. things through in years. Can I tell <laughs> it you? It takes me a few tries to get through the last time. <laughs> so, just to pull the thing back behind the curtain. I didn't realize that you edited them all down all the time to fit within the intro. Because when when you weren't here, when you were on vacay, when I did the intro once, I just made the intro music twice as long. Because my intro was That's so really interesting. <laughs> That's I not know, a bad idea. I mean, I wasn't used to doing it, so I just kind of like did it for too long. So I just kept the music going. It's a level I don't know of the production value that. beyond what I'm prepared to do <laughs> to make the Dragon Ball Z joke fit in the intro song. My cat is just going wild with this waffles. little piece of plastic. He found. Is it waffles or is it your other? You know how when you give a polar bear at the zoo an ice cube, mm-hmm. it keeps it yeah. from uh, prevents it from committing suicide. Yeah, that's kind of no. like what's going on with my cat and this gum wrapper it found. And oh. uh, yeah, he is just on one, tearing into to- this hubba bubba max. I'm used to giving polar bears at the zoo cans of cola. Right. That's what they seem to enjoy. That's what I've been told. They tell you not to do that. Oh, do they? But then the zookeeper they... <laughs> has a certain amount of cola the bear can receive for health oh. reasons. Oh, they can't drink a whole thing like in the ads. Well, they can, but they will die. Oh, I, you I, know I was... how much time I spent getting my Ursine biology degree. At you least know how much time that, that that took me. At least like twenty seven months. Right. It took more than twenty four months. I kept saying <laughs> that. More than twenty four months, Lawson. <laughs> so this is a big week for everyone here at the pod. Um it is Halloween, so Katie Happy was Halloween. 
Katie was too scared to come in. It's not a safe day for her or for women at large. She was scared. When Frankenstein's monster is on the loose, it pursues women. Is he on the loose? I thought we. I thought he was uh, canceled. Did we yeah, cancel you can be canceled monster? if you're a monster. That's fine. Oh, fuck. Really? That's like, He's still going to have a career? Like, Theo Vaughn is still out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Frankenstein's monster, Theo Vaughn. <laughs> if, if, you got, if you have the chutzpah to keep going, or are an undead golem, these kinds of things don't hold you back. You're still showing up on Rogan every few weeks. <laughs> Oh, shit. I'm not even aware of what Theo Vaughn may or may not have done. <laughs> oh, but he knows what he's done. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, he uh, knows not... what he's He's been a real piece of shit. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna... Well, Let I will me tell Google you this. Later, but... He should be more afraid of fire than he is. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there on our Dragon Ball Z podcast. Neither it's Halloween, Lawson. You know, Frankenstein's afraid of fire. Frankenstein's monster, sorry. And it's a common... Frankenstein's monster. ...conception that he's Say not his actually... Full name. Say his Frankenstein. name. Yeah, I'll say his name. Put respect on it. Um, Frankenstein's monster and is afraid of fire, and the Wicked Witch of the West uh, is killed by water. water. Do you think if they hooked up, would that be a match made in heaven or a match made in hell? That's interesting you say that because I have a lot of drawings I've been working on as to what mm. that might look like. Fan art, you might say. Right. <laughs> and here's for one thing. Is mm-hmm. she gonna get smashed in that hookup though? Yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> she's talking with Frankenstein's monster. Maybe she's on top, you know. I mean, maybe, but she's dodging the flailing arms the whole time. <laughs> he's, he's, you think, you think Here's the noise you have monster. to really enjoy hooking up with Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> hey, look, I'm not gonna king shame anybody who's into that type of. That feel good, baby. <laughs> It's <laughs> not that different than me. It's not that different than me when I'm in the throes of passion. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Whom among us? Whom among us hasn't sounded like Frankenstein's monster? Oh we, my god! While being all up in someone's guts. Um, all the fellas know. All all the fellas out there, you guys know. <clears throat> you guys know. Anyway, uh, but I mean, she's a bad bitch. You know, she has. She's like ran a. She had a castle with a bunch of servants and flying monkeys. Maybe she's yeah. taking charge. Yeah. You know? Maybe Frankenstein's um, monster can be taught how to be a bottom bitch. You know? Maybe, although he is missing much of a brain from what <laughs> I remember. Exactly. He needs to be he needs to be dominated sexually. It's my We're all take. on agreement there. I was trying to think <laughs> of like a, a Dragon Ball. Uh, counterfactual oh. maybe for this episode like what if Goku fought Dracula but as has been discussed in the show Goku has fought Dracula wait because in Dragon Ball there's what's his name right um yeah his is name is he has some kind of like off-brand Dracula we have Dracula at home yeah that was one of Baba, Baba, Baba Yaga's fighters right or am I mixing that up yeah from Dragon Ball there's yeah, a Dragon Dracula Ball. Yeah, and yeah, he's, yeah. his name is like Slavic Steven or something. But it's basically Dracula, right? But it's pretty much Dracula. Like, that we dragon, all know. Yeah, that whole arc is like, doesn't they? Don't they fight all of the, the monster mash? Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, they had to the fill monthly? out a lot of like Halloween episodes too. You have to keep in mind, we're not the I only know. ones doing it. 
Yeah. And so anyway, that was going to be my original question is, you know, could Goku beat the Monster Mash? And that seemed a little redundant, a little... It seemed a little 2019 in its own way. Wow. And so yeah. in, okay. in that sense, maybe it's time to take a step beyond the veil and stop asking ourselves, could Goku beat up X? Yes. Probably. Yes, he can. He always can. He always can. Take a step back. Look at the formula. What if there was a tournament of the Monster Mash Monsters? Oh, I thought you were going to say, could Vegeta beat up X? Sorry, I was thinking No, because he also could, is oh, the right. thing. Because he's point. kind of just like we have Goku at home, Vegeta. Could Mr. Popo beat up X? And the answer is yes. But will you be We could just keep scaling it? down, I guess. That's <laughs> another way to do it. Start at Krillin. Krillin heroically defeats the mummy. And then Who we're like, him? okay, what about Pan? <laughs> Doesn't Yamcha go like 50-50 with the vampire guy in Dragon Ball? I don't remember now. I don't remember. Yeah, can can Dracula withstand a wolf fang fist? I think he can. He's like kind of immortal. You know what the thing is? Is if we just covered Dragon Ball, we would know exactly what happened. But instead, <laughs> here we are watching the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. I still, I still, th- I look, and it, you know, it's not my place. But I do, th- I do want to do Dragon Ball. I really miss, I miss Dragon Ball. Well, you're gonna finish all your veggies first because we are <laughs> what, like, fifty episodes away from the end here. We're pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Less than that. I looked it up. We're gonna finish in like I, the spring. I just think it's funny the idea that you guys have done this podcast like completely in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just going back in time. My sheer lust to rewatch the Cell games has led me to make bad decisions in my life, I think is what it was. I mean, the Cell games were tight, though, to be fair. When it was happening, it was good. Yeah. Uh, we had like 10 weeks in a row of seven-star episodes. I, I, I Let me ask also, because I wasn't here for... The oh, Namek Saga... Oh, oh, no, Waffles. No. He, he took my headphone. <laughs> he fucking absconded with it. The little rascal. <laughs> A little rascal. Um, he's like, you know what the thing is? Is because in New York, Halloween could be a gang initiation day. I think he's like oh. trying to get ganged up. He's trying to impress the other cats, bro. Yeah, he's trying to be a a pyro tabby. He's trying to get crypt. He's trying to be an alley cat. Yeah, any um, way he can get affiliated with the big tom cats he sees outside. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's ignore him. Well, as long as. Uh, Dame Judy Jones doesn't look at him and tell him that a cat is not a dog. I think he'll be fine. I don't um, see how she would. <laughs> he stays in my apartment. Uh, I suppose oh, I'd have I to invite gonna... Dame Judy Dench over to do Ballin' Out <laughs> Super and be like, oh, this is Waffles. He's like part of it. Just don't touch him when he's on the fridge. And she'd be like, oh, you well, remind Ka- me of... Katie sounds different. <laughs> oh, just, you you remind me of Sir Richard Gear. I couldn't think of an actual knighted person. Dame I thought Judy of Richard Judge, Gere. How many boyfriends do you have? Oh, <laughs> six or seven. Wow, Damn. it's so hard to get with girls. That's the thing. I'm racking up these boys, but I can't get any of these girls. <laughs> this is my character, Dame Katie Dench. That is that Dave Katie Dench. <laughs> so what you're saying is that you're definitely gay, and I love what you've done with your hair, by the way. But you just can't seem to figure out I'm how serving. to snatch that strange. 
Huh? I'm looking to go muff diving, but I forgot <laughs> my damn scuba gear. You forgot your, your dentures, too. Dave, Jimmy, Dave, you need to take your dentures out before you go muff diving. It uh, could be heroin for a I young lass. I remember when I was filming cats, and they had to knock production back several days due to all of my famous naps I was doing. <laughs> And you were napping while dressed as a cat. That's the really weird part. Is that how could one in. ask Dame Katie Dent to dress <laughs> as a cat and not to do the nap for rightly that he deserves? Uh, oh fuck, Dame Katie Dent. Dame Katie um, Dent. Dame Katie Dent. Dame Katie Dent. And see. And see. <laughs> We did the podcast. You guys, you listen. You know what? You're, you guys are blessed. All right. We've never finished in ten minutes before. This is the, our <laughs> best episode yet. <laughs> you're, these next, these next forty. How much long? Fifty. These next fifty are on the house. You guys. 60, you already got yeah, your sixty minus ten is fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole Dragon Ball recap in there. You know, it's, I heard you say ten, but in my head, I was like, we've done at least twenty, right? It feels <laughs> like I've been here for days. I was going to say in the Namek saga, going all the way back to before we knew about Dame Katie Dent. Oh, shit. So in Kai, was the Namek saga good in Kai? Because it seems like it it would benefit greatly from being shortened. Like, it had um, good points. They still wasted a lot of time. And okay. then it felt like, and this may just be the veil of adulthood to childhood, um, it felt like they cut the Frieza stuff down. Like the oh. actual fighting, which is like the one Word. thing I feel like you can leave pretty long. <laughs> you can just look. Uh, Goku versus Frieza does go on forever in the original anime. Yeah, and the Goku versus Frieza is like a tight three episodes or something. It's somewhat. Oh, they cut that way down. Though. Yeah, yeah the original anime is like twelve at least. <laughs> it's a bit uh, condensed, but also Word. we at one point, like a few months in, looked into how far we would have been by the time we beat Frieza, and it's like we would have just defeated Raditz or something like it was <laughs> we had to make this decision yeah <laughs> it yeah, would have been no fair. way to live doing all those yeah that's fair and that's, we skipped yeah. a lot of Gohan like making friends with dinosaurs so I think that was a str- it was a strong choice to choose Kai but maybe it was short-term thinking not to first start with Dragon Ball which as I believe is a a good spell shorter than Dragon Ball Z it is uh, for sure, and th- I mean, I've been they saying that one arc um, per monster of the monster bash, and yes. then it's over. Right. We should. You want to go back to the tournament thing? Because I feel like we're going to circle over. back to that in a minute. But do you have okay. anything else to add before yes, we get I did there? Because it's so important really that we give it the, the focus it deserves. The focus, of course. I didn't want to say. I've been. Ta- I've been. And I don't know. I'm bringing this up just because put it into the world. You know, be the change you want to see. But I would love. If the original Dragon Ball had like an animation update, don't change the thing at all. The story, you can like maybe pace it a little faster for modern anime watchers, but it's kind of perfect in my memory. Maybe this is again, maybe I'm wrong and this is child me thinking, but in my memory, Dragon Ball is basically perfect. It just needs an animation update. Like they, um, that's what I'm realizing watching this because Adventures it's from like the mid 80s or something, right? Yeah, it's like exactly, pretty old. Yeah. It's like they gave Adventures of Die a modern anime adaptation, and they like, I, I maybe they trimmed it down a little to 
pace it faster. And it's like, why not do this for the classic, the A number one Dragon Ball? Because that's all it doesn't have is a modern look. You know, I don't know. Like the anime industry makes insane decisions. Like I just saw they've rebooted Berserk again. The for 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 another anime. For the same arc, like the Golden Age arc is now but on Crunchyroll in five CGI parts thing. instead of three. It's ridiculous. It's a whole new anime, though, right? They're not doing the shitty. They're doing the same thing where it's like half 3D and looks worse than the original again. It's well, like, how many times can you give one? me this dessert <laughs> I didn't ask just, for? Just make one good one. Stop making a bunch of shitty ones. I don't understand how this is so hard. I'm lifting up the silver tray and I'm seeing the shit sandwich you've given me and I'm saying there's, again? There's fucking bugs in my sandwich. Why are you? There's bugs I, I in my shit sandwich. I ordered authentic shit. These berserk animes are like if you fucking order like it's like, oh, man, this place makes the best sandwich. But, it, but it'll have bugs. <laughs> like, I don't want it then. Yeah, then this is mean? a really relatable situation. I hate when this happens. happens <laughs> to me all the time. Alex. They got the best chicken parmesan you've ever had, but there's going to be a cockroach in there. It's going to be a severed at the waist cockroach. And that's the thing is still that's how you know alive. it's fresh. <laughs> and you know it's fresh because a cockroach is still half alive while it's severed from the waist. Yeah, the co- <laughs> it's so good the cockroaches are trying to get it. <laughs> oh shit um, um well anyway that was a really good analogy um yeah, we did it yeah and it's probably for the best that we do a full tournament of who would win the monster match now let's get a <laughs> yes, let's bucket let's bucket alex roll call who is in okay. this thing we got dracula uh, dracula frankenstein yeah frankenstein's monster i think dr jackal mr hyde should make an appearance yep Dr. Um, Jekyll, etc. I'm writing. Uh, who was the classic? The Mummy. The, you know what the thing is? Is I keep thinking of the Jay Z verse in Monster, and that is not the Monster Mash. So I keep no. thinking of like Godzilla, Sasquatch, and he those, those are not in there. Godzilla would win the whole. Thing. <laughs> I think I don't think anyone can defeat Godzilla. <laughs> a zombie with no conscience. <laughs> Zombies are so like. Do we put a zombie in here? The problem with zombies is they're so ubiquitous. There's no like zombie, you know. I feel like a mummy is sort of kind of a zombie. If you're gonna have a singular zombie, that's true. Yeah, it's kind of just the most famous. It's the Susan B. Anthony of zombies. Do we throw in the Invisible Man? Is it in the Monster Mash? I don't remember. (laughs) It was a man. It was a monster mash. It was a mash. It was a graveyard Uh, smash, and then. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Actually, most of the words I know don't spe- specify which monsters. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think there's a swamp animal of some kind. Maybe a python. Swamp guy. Wait, that's the guy from the comics. Pulling up the Monster Mash lyrics. Let's yeah, get those. <laughs> Working in the lab late, late run one night. That's in reference to Doctor Giro. I'm gonna put him in it. Uh, oh, okay. Uh huh. Graveyard Smash, uh, Zombies, oh, Zombies are in it. Zombies were having fun, it says. Oh, Wolfman! How do we forget the obvious? I knew there was another obvious one. Uh, Wolfman is a really obvious one. It's kind of child's play to include. Dracula and his son. Dracula's son has been added. (laughs) Dracula's son! Is he gonna... Oh my god, it's the ultimate feud, bro. Dracula's son, Timothy. 
<laughs> he's not a vampire. He's just Dracula's son. He had to bring him. <laughs> well, then he's got no chance, Alex. I to prove to win. Dracula's ex-wife that he can take care of his son. He was uh, had to come with him to the bash. And, well, says tell them Boris sent you. Are we throwing Boris in here? Isn't he the the? Who is Boris? He's Frankenstein's like assistant. I think lab assistant. He's you not don't need to pocket. make up additional monsters. No, he's, he's. But it says when you get to my door, tell them Boris sent you. I'm just asking because he's in the lyrics. Tell them Boris sent you. That's I think you're thinking says, of Igor. Bro. Is who you're thinking of? Oh, I, that is Igor. So is this I don't know Boris who Carlos? Boris is. Is this a, is this a Boris Carlo? Wait, reference? maybe Boris is Dracula's son. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, <laughs> I just called him Timothy out of nowhere. He's Dracula's son. Parentheses. Maybe Timothy's his last Boris. name. His name's Boris Timothy. Boris Timothy, he took, he's he, from the south. He took his he took his mother's maiden name to spite his father. Yeah, Boris his Timothy. mother's made his name Timothy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My logic tracks, Alex. The thing is, Dracula, he likes him freaky. To get a joke from my electrodes, and that was electrode. <laughs> That's a lyric. To get a Do joke. you see the thing about the Crypt Kicker 5? That's apparently Dracula's yeah. band? Yes. Yeah. I don't think I think those are included in the monsters we already have. Okay, so we have a tight group here. I think this is our tournament. Okay. We have Frankenstein, yep. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, okay. the mummy, yep. Dr. Giraud, who created all of the monsters. <laughs> okay. Zombies, in parentheses, who are having fun. Yep. Wolfman, Dracula's son, Boris Timothy. <laughs> That's a, see, that's kind of awkward though, because that's a seven man tournament. You really want eight. Oh, if you yeah. Can. Okay, wait. We can do one more. We're going to get one more. Wait, right? wait, wait. The, the last line of the song Easy Igor, you impetuous young boy. Frankenstein's assistant, Igor. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there he is at the very bottom. Okay, so nobody's okay. going to want Igor to win. He's going to have a tough go in the brackets, but. Uh, we can't even begin to count until we get into the seeding here. <laughs> so we're not going to replace Igor with Electrode, the Pokemon. Okay. No, we'll that would sure. be a bit of a stretch, wouldn't it? If we really want to give this our best shake. It'd be a little bit of the Monkey D. Luffy. If we want uh, this yeah. to be respected in the academic circles, <laughs> it will be included yeah. in... I'm turning my camera off. The sun's destroying the sun, it again. The sun's um, hurting you. Yeah. Now uh, that Katie's not here, we're recording of the day. The sun is destroying my camera. Yeah. Um, well, so I think you know I'm gonna. This may seem like a shock to you, but I think Dracula, Frankenstein, and Wolfman may be the favorites here because Dracula. Yeah, all the ones who are like on a mug. Yeah. That's oh wait, why I might have the... counted wrong the first time. Dracula, Frankenstein, Mummy, Doctor Giroux, Zombies, Wolfman, Dracula's son, Boris. Whatever, Igor's in it now. Um, okay, so oh, did you say mummy? You said mummy. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, so the see, you're right that the 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 like the Hollywood monsters, the Los Angeles the monsters classic. we know and love, those are going to be top seeds. So we're going to have Dracula, the Rat Pack, as you might say. Yeah. We're not going to start Dracula versus. We'll start Dracula versus Boris Timothy, and that's yeah. going to be kind Story. of a spoiler round at, at yeah. first. It's going to mm -hmm. shake the gates of heaven. Seed it up. Seed it up. Yeah. Okay, up next we have Frankenstein versus a low tier. What do you think? It's got to be Igor, right? You got to do it. You got to tell the story, right? Oh, uh, versus Igor, finally. And, you know, because Frankenstein, 
Frankenstein, he's grew up watching Igor, kind of watching him run the lab. Yeah. Kind of walk the walk around town, and now he has his own story against. It. This is a really good tournament. Okay, yeah, we're telling stories here. You know that's what we do. Um, um, I think Doctor Jekyll should fight the Mummy. Okay, they seem to be the the mid seeds. I think. Yeah, like, nobody's most excited could, about Doctor Jekyll v Mummy. But it could go either way. It really could. It depends on how much we see of Mister Hyde in that one case. Yeah. It really does. That's the yeah, that's the the tension there. I was so, right. We do have nine, but uh, we have zombies, Wolfman, and Doctor Giro left. So one of them's getting cut. Cut the zombies. I think we can agree. Zombies are represented by the mummy. So we're <laughs> yeah, gonna do. They're already. They're having their time in the sun. When it says zombies are having fun, that's like a slur for mummies. Yeah, they're also and, in my head, and so I don't... Like, a mummy could wear a backwards cap and could hang out outside of a, out of a, outside of a bar and call you my zombie, and you'd have to just right. laugh and go along yeah. with it. And you're like, oh, they're like, he, they, that, that, that's their word. Hey, I'm, I, you said it, I didn't say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brains, you know, whatever you, know, you want, man. I, You know, sometimes I get sick of these mummies who think that they're not zombies, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and they're like, oh, and I'm like, well, how's it, how is being better than a zombie gonna not get you beat up by the police, mommy? You know, when are we gonna stop seeing the things that divide us and start seeing the things that bring us closer together? Exactly, exactly. And of course, but, the um, last match is Doctor Giro versus the Wolfman. <laughs> so I kind of wanted Doctor Giro to get up to fight Frankenstein, but I think the Wolfman might tear his throat out. Well, here. maybe we can have that as our next bracket there. So here we go. <laughs> if you're keeping score at home, maybe I'll have some way to post this as an image you can see. To be clear, is this Dragon Ball Z's Dr. Jiro? Or... Yes. <laughs> oh, then maybe he can win, actually. Well, I mean, you don't know how good the Wolfman is. I mean... <laughs> uh, Wolfman, I mean, he's pretty good. But, like, he's pretty good. Uh, he was in London that one time. Right, so uh, you know he uh, he knows how to scrap London style. Yeah, so he's. Uh, if a pool cue was left out, Doctor Dro <laughs> could you know get hit by a pool cue. Yeah. Um, well, well, we'll get around to that fight. I think we should start with the obvious one, which is Dracula right, versus right, Boris yeah. Timothy, his son. Boris Timothy, his son. So Boris Timothy, and this is gonna be one of those classic underdog fights. Uh, like you know, it's like Baki the Grappler. You know, this is like die versus uh, his father. Spoilers for uh, spoilers, die. but uh, it's a classic where father versus son. And I think what Boris brings to the table, even though he's not a vampire, we decided he's gonna have a lot of gadgets and a lot of cool tech to try to take his dad down. But I think it will all be for naught because Dracula, as they say, he's the OG vampire, the one above all. So. Now, Dracula is a franchise fighter for sure, Lawson, but have you considered this? He also has a father's guilt. He does have a father's guilt, but he is Dracula, so he's not completely human anymore. He is a fiendish undead. He was a warrior in a previous life, and he's strong in his 20 men with the skill to wield weapons. We know that. You guys guys watched Helsing on the show, right? Um, I watched it in my own time. Oh. Off work. (laughs) Right. So I hung know, up my like, hat and I said, "I hey, maybe I'll see what this whole thing's about." 
you know how Alucard was like fucking unstoppable? Like that's what I think Dracula is like. <laughs> right. Because he was Dracula. Because Alucard was Dracula's the twist. My Dracula's anime. That's just my the way I live my life. So And you think he would defeat his own son Boris Timothy? <laughs> I think he would, because he's a vicious, vicious man. <laughs> I yeah, you know what? It is Halloween. The old generation devours the new, much as Saturn consumes his offspring. And so Dracula does defeat his own son, who he had custody of for the night, Boris Timothy. Boris Timothy falls. Very hard father. to watch so early in the in the tournament. I was really, yeah. really putting it all on Boris Timothy. I've lost a lot of money already in the first round. <laughs> um, up next, why don't we do Dr. Jekyll versus the Mummy? Okay. Now, this is a much closer fight, obviously. I think it's going to come down to, can Mr. Hyde rear his ugly head? If Okay, so let's say this is just purely hypothetical. I'm not saying he necessarily does, but Mr. Hyde appears. Okay. Does he beat the mummy? Because the mummy was a pharaoh, keep in mind. He was a pharaoh, and he is a shambling undead with uh, great strength and uh, the power of the sands of time. I mean, if Dracula gets to be Alucard, we're assuming the mummy is the mummy from the mummy, right? Yeah, yeah. He has, like, magic and shit, right? And he's like... Yeah, he, like, can hypnotize and shoot beams and, he like, shot he beams, becomes yeah. sand and stuff. Now, the thing about that is that doesn't really bode well for the mummy because he was defeated by Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser was a very high-tier Hollywood starlet at the time. He so. was. Well, okay, so let's give him a little bit of slack. He was defeated by the combined powers... Of Brendan Fraser, um, what's her name? Uh, the really attractive. Uh, Here you go. Lady. List the other people in the mummy. <laughs> God damn it! Just like you wanted. <laughs> and Here's the, your big opportunity to list the entire <laughs> cast of the mummy, 1999. Can't her name, bro. God damn it! What's I can't? I, but she's you know she's a respected Hollywood actress. Uh, she sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! It. I knew her name though. The listeners are screaming at their devices right now. Um, uh, fuck it. She was like, he was defeated by like the combined will of three protagonists and a book, a, a magic book. Um, oh, do you maybe mean Rachel Weiss? Yeah, Rachel Weiss, thank you. Yeah, yeah, Rachel a Weiss. lot of people were screaming that at their headsets. <laughs> I guarantee you they were, Alex. Rachel Weiss, I'm Rachel wrong, I guarantee Weiss. You. I guarantee you they were. Check the, check the Discord later. Um, my favorite actress, Rachel Weiss. Okay, listen, she's someone okay, she's like one at least one listener's favorite actress. I can guarantee you, probably. I, I guarantee it. <laughs> You're going to like Rachel Weisz, I guarantee it. Rachel, she was she a is, big deal at the time, Alex. She was a, She appears to be the only stuff. woman in this whole movie. That's kind of interesting. She is. That's, you know, it doesn't pass the Bechdel, but that's how they did shit back then. It's sad, um, really. I think he should it, lose just for that, the mommy should. Yeah, maybe for not passing the Bechdel. To, for well, underestimating it, women. It's not like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde was very kind to women either in his films. In fact, I think he killed every woman who was ever in his films. That's so. true. He kind of uh, was like odd future for yeah 1850s London. Yeah, this is a very this is a very cancelable fight. These two, um, just in terms of vibe, I'm saying I'm not a, uh, raising any allegations here, but um, um, I was. But no, Mr. Hyde is. Uh, I mean, Mr. The thing about Mr. Hyde that downplays him though 
he mostly just killed regular people, and he eventually got sh- gets shot to death. The most charitable interpretation of Mr. Hyde I've ever seen, he just becomes the Hulk, kind of. I, I think the yeah, sort of, but not. he's not nearly as powerful as the Hulk. He becomes like, Mundo from League of Legends. Right, okay, yeah, sure. But, but even still... then, the mummy is magical, and I think that gives him a critical oh, no. edge here. I'm going to say mummy. The mummy has magic, and the thing is magic probably better than bullets, and bullets stop Mr. Hyde. So I'll still give it to – I think he's destroying Dr. Jekyll, and then he transforms to Mr. Hyde. He makes a short comeback, but then the mummy does magic and seals him. Yeah, It's so sad that he – that he thought he could just win by by sticking to old formulas. Mm-hmm. That he thought with brute strength he could take down the mummy itself, King of Zombies. King of Zombies. Representing King all zombies in this wonderful <laughs> tournament so far. So we have two A-listers taking the first round here. Yeah, for sure. Up next, it's... Frankenstein v. Igor. This one's kind of interesting. So... I think Igor is fucked because he can't do anything, right? Igor has a huge gap in his resume other than working at Dr. Victor Frankenstein's lab. So I think the one edge we can give him is maybe he he knows the ins and outs of Frankenstein. Yeah. So perhaps he can find a weakness. Now, the question is... He just keeps trying to, like, jam his thumb in his (laughs) neck or something. (laughs) Yeah. Does Frankenstein... (laughs) Does the monster have any weaknesses, though? He, he has no brain, and fire is he's famously the, he's a fire. golem, right? So fire. Now Igor is a human being, past Prometheus's era. I mean, he has access to fire. He, Does that play a factor? He's not usually depicted as very smart. Is the thing. But then, why is he working in the lab? He's <laughs> in he the lab because he, he had a recommendation a from a family friend. Oh, he's like okay, it's kind of the those. thing. Because it always sounds like Victor Frankenstein is up to here with him. Yeah, he is always up to here with him. But I, mean, I thought just, just because Victor Frankenstein was just very like uh, high maintenance. But no, maybe Igor is just dumb. You're Am right. I just pushing back too much? Because I just want Frankenstein to take it. I just want well, Frankenstein to get even, his comeuppance here. Even with fi- the thing is, how is Igor going to use fire? Like he's going to bring a flamethrower. To the fire, yeah, I'm is just that... picturing like a torch or something, and that's exactly. not going to give you against Frankenstein's forwards. reach. Yeah, exactly. Frankenstein the Spider Silva. <laughs> that's what he's called. <laughs> that was his nickname. You can get him I... from across town. Yeah, Frankenstein Bones Jones. His uh, yeah, he um, <laughs> coming with those sharp elbows and poking people in the eye. Then he comes and pokes for Igor in the eye. <laughs> Yeah, he would go right for his... Everybody's going right for the eyes in this tournament, by the way. It's the monster <laughs> bash. They have no yeah. respect. I think Igor waves a torch around like three times, and then Frankenstein's monster just swats that shit away. And he gets a thumb in both over. eyes, and that's it yeah. for him. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... He smashes his skull like the mountain did to... What's his name? Spoilers for... I just imagine next round's gonna be like Dracula <laughs> versus Frankenstein. They're both gonna be like trying to thumb each other's eyes right away. <laughs> yeah. Dracula exactly, yeah. becoming a bat so he can get closer to your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, um, so we give this one to Frankenstein. Yeah, we have to, I think. Okay. Yeah. And then really quick, Dr. Zero versus the Wolfman. No contest. Dr. Zero shoots laser beams and he has a brain for a head and it's a... <laughs> it's a brain for a head. <laughs> he has a brain for a head. <laughs> and 
He's just a real piece of shit. He's invincible. I think it would be Dr. Jarreau. Dr. Jarreau lasers him through the chest, yeah. Not even close, honestly. He's going to do the thing he did to all those cities and towns. Mm. Um, Okay. Rounds. We're here in the semifinals. Let's get right to it. Dracula versus the mummy. The mummy does not have... Dracula is, like, incredibly fast. You know, like, you know, like how vampires have speed, but Dracula's the OG. He's, again... I keep I have to point out he's the OG vampire. He is the one above all, bro. He like everything any vampire's ever been good at. Dracula invented that shit. Every vampire you've Wayne seen Gretzky. on TV, they were all just yeah. biting him. Exactly. He's the Babe Ruth. He's the Wayne Gretzky. He's the fucking Barry Bonds on steroids of vampires, bro. He's goaded. I use two baseball analogies because I'm limited. Um, but that really helps me understand <laughs> it in an important way. <laughs> he's the Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> the Michael Jordan of being a vampire. He's Dracula. the Tiger Woods. Uh, there, you, you guys get it. the best uh, you've ever seen. Now, the Mummy is kind of the Michael Jordan of being a mummy, so that's kind of an interesting contrast. I think there. he's just the Michael Jordan of zombies, though. It's not nearly as impressive. Yeah, like, if you I, put like I twenty vampires see... against twenty zombies, the vampires rinse them. Listen. A lot of the people watching at home want Dracula to take this whole thing. But here's a big problem I'm having is Dracula's main attack is biting your horrible neck and sucking all the blood out of you. And if you're a mummy, you're essentially a beef jerky human being. Yes. There's so no he blood. can't do that. That is his main attack. But that's, the only reason that's his main attack is because he mainly likes to eat humans. But if he has to fight a mummy, he can still he still has super strength. Oh, my God. Which means God. he can just grab that neck and snap it. You're and then so when the mummy, obsessed he with the Castlevania die. Dracula. Well, and it's like I'm gonna bring up Alucard, bro. It's just simply not fair to depict him in this. <laughs> <laughs> He's got super strength and speed. What do you mean? All right, it's it's a, not... I, I agree that the Castlevania Dra- Dracula could easily destroy the mummy's the mummy. mummy. From the movie. Oh, I'm yeah. thinking more. I'm thinking more Alucard, except he doesn't use guns in this one. He's just like uh, isn't. I'm trying to remember from, this show from uh, from uh, the other the anime the other anime Helsing 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 yeah yes okay yeah yeah so, well they're um, both great they're kind of similar but they're very they're strong Draculas yeah they're both real powerful so yeah they're both stronger than the mummy is in the mummy so we're gonna give that one to Dracula because it's okay, almost time we... to do Dragon Ball Z okay fair enough All right, fair enough okay very quickly Frankenstein versus Doctor's Row. Again, Dr. Giroux is just simply too strong. He uh, has changed his body to die. that of an android. But Frankenstein can't die, though. Is this like a weird stalemate? No, he can, can he die. die? If, okay, Frankenstein, weak to fire. Oh, he Dr. Giroux shoots yeah. laser beams from his eyes. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, you're, he you're destroys right. you entire there. cities with a blink. Yeah, you're right. I mean, come on. <laughs> You're right. I don't see a way. I mean, unless Frankenstein can get close to him. Dr. Trump flies. He flies yeah, around. Dr. Trump's way too fast. Yeah, He's wearing those big puffy pants the whole time. Yeah, and that's not. This is actually, you know what it is? This is literally like Dr. Jarreau versus Android 8 from Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, it is exactly yeah, that, really which fair. is one of his creations, isn't it? Yeah, it's not Magical really man number eight. Hot yeah. Chan. Uh, so Dr. Jarreau watches Frankenstein. It's not even close, and it's so sad. And we get so, to the finals, which is Dr. Jarreau versus Dracula from Helsing in Castlevania. Okay, so they're both... They're, if we scale Dracula to anime level, so it's kind of fair, but, man, Dr. Jarreau is strong. He's in a whole different verse. 
It's really not fair. He's in such a strong He's verse. replaced his body with steel. And also, here's the thing is, by the time he comes to fight Dracula, he's saying things like, I've studied all of your moves. Yeah, I've seen your, t- your fight versus Boris Timothy and later the mummy. The problem with Dr. Here's what makes Dr. Jerome such a problem. This man was training to fight Goku. Right. You know, Dracula just never had to deal with anyone on that level. He's like been fucking up with like mortals and shit. Um, I know. Well, and the thing is, he's never studied in his life. He's bad at school. No. Oh, he's just been because he's, he's a count. He just gets pure, drunk on blood all the time. Yeah, he's been getting by on pure, just like innate talents, and not like he doesn't train. You know, Doctor Hero would be in the lab late one night about it. <laughs> Uh, just yeah. a little monster match reference there. And, you know, he'd have all the tapes ready. He'd have done all the studying. And then not to mention his superhuman it. abilities. Yeah. I think Dr. Jero would also wash Dracula and that he could kill the whole monster mash. And who let him in here? He wins. He's the best. Yeah, you're right. Dr. Jero is the champion. And so, the in mash. conclusion, the strongest monster from the monster mash is Dr. Jero from Dragon Ball Z. Thank you for <laughs> yes, writing in. <laughs> it had to be. It had to be so. So let it be so. <laughs> let it be so. <laughs> Late one night. That's our representation from the Monster Mash. Did. The Monster Mash theme is playing. Every week we do a Monster Mash. It is done. Um, up next, we have the Ballin' Out Super advertisement. So if you write in for $20 to ballinoutsupergmail.com, we are going to advertise your product or your podcast or your band or maybe your your LGBT horse farm or whatever you got going. Hey, send an email, but we don't have one this week. So this week's email is for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's coming up. Don't look into what it's about. <laughs> That's Google important. It. Don't Google Thanksgiving. Don't Google the historical situation surrounding Thanksgiving. <laughs> what you just need to do is get a big old turkey and sit by the fireside with old mommy and pap pap. And that's, that's what, what we're talking about here. So the pilgrims and Native Americans all had like a really nice feast together, right? Yeah, they all got along really well and were friends. Yep, that's great. Is the way that I saw it described in my school. Um, Same. What's your favorite Thanksgiving memory, Lawson? Man, I remember um, basically every single time I have eaten giblets is my favorite thing. Oh, yeah. I'm a giblets guy, man. I I was telling my vegetarian friend the other day, shout out to Sean Trapp, she's listening to this. Shout uh, out. <laughs> I was like, if I was going to give up meat, I think I could like give up most meat, but I don't know, every year in Thanksgiving, I would, I would be champing at the bit for some giblets. Until the giblets come out. The giblets come out. Then you know the out. monster's getting out of the coffin. Yeah. That's uh, that's my whole shit right there. Then also that's the gonna be I a really in... hard look in the mirror when you're <laughs> covered in giblets at the end of the night. Uh, Why is and... this what I break for? I gave up everything I stand for for these giblets. <laughs> I gave up everything, everyone, everywhere for these giblets. <laughs> I wanted them all. That uh, and every time I learned about how you know um, the whites and the browns got along. Thanksgiving when I was a kid in school. And that's what that's what they called them too. 
<laughs> my teacher said the whites and the browns got together and everyone was cool man and then i raised my hand and was like aren't they the reds and she's like that's offensive lawson like, okay, they're bye. browns <laughs> they're what's browns. important is they're not white lawson <laughs> watch your tongue i remember vividly like like elementary school the picture books of like <laughs> the pilgrims and the natives in the round <laughs> together and just smiling and shit uh, yeah according times. to those pictures it went really well according to those pictures it went real well and you know maybe there was one sweet night when the giblets came out and everything was copacetic copacetic and that's why after being paid twenty dollars we're endorsing thanksgiving this episode yay that's all it took twenty bucks all suck the turkey took. to the bone that's all it takes 20 bucks is all it takes to whitewash history. That's right. <laughs> That's right, Lawson. Okay, so why don't you pull those notes up, and we're going to recap another fantastic episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai, the final chapters of Dragon Ball Z. Play the music. There's actually no music we play at this juncture. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't edit the normal episodes, but... <laughs> yeah, that's on me. Uh, Maybe there should fair. be. It's kind of late now. <laughs> there could be. This part stays in, Alex. I know you're listening. Leave it to in. Leave this part in. Dragon Ball Z Kai, the final chapter 43. Episode title. What anger gives rise to another Majin? Is that a question? What, no, it's what anger. No, it's what anger gives rise to another Majin. Huh? Because qu- <laughs> It's a simple answer and response, Lawson. What anger gives rise to? Oh, another Majin. <laughs> I don't think that's what it was. This sentence is really tough to hear out loud. Alyssa heard it and she said, did they mean when anger gives rise to? But that doesn't really track either. There wasn't a, there wasn't a comma in here, Alex. Am I fucking up? What? Well, that's the way the announcer said it. I, so I think it's supposed to be oh. like a... Maybe they should have do, done a semicolon. Yeah, you a colon would have helped. Yeah, something. You ever fuck what around ang- with one of those? What anger gives rise to... Dot, dot, and- dot. Another, Another Majin? Majin. <laughs> Another Majin. Alright. What light through yonder window breaks? A rose by the other name. Anyway, um, This is how the episode starts. <laughs> a plague on all our houses. Uh, a plague on my house. Wink, wink. So take anyway, my plague, please. <laughs> uh, take this monkey plague from me. Makes uh, no difference to me, said the Aussie to uh sean connery mm. um okay yeah. so wait this is a, if, if you missed last week because you were waiting to get me and lawson alone <laughs> <laughs> um majin hercule spent the episode seducing majin boo and turning yep. him from the path of evil and yep. then a new and exciting australian character with a scottish butler shows up with a gun and shoots his dog <laughs> what dragon ball z is now this is the plot of dragon ball z now this show is now (laughs) it's new exciting australian characters murdering dogs with a high-powered gun (laughs) that's what this is katie pointed out we grew up on 
Katie pointed out it is probably the most upsetting shot in the entire television show. It's incredibly upsetting, actually. I was, I, I, I felt like the show hurt me. It's weird. Like, they actually uh, cut away from animation, take a real picture of a dog being shot, and then it cuts <laughs> back to Majibu. What the fuck? <laughs> and then the thing is, too, Majin Buu's reaction shot is like, draw Majin Buu's triggered face. <laughs> He's triggered by this. <laughs> oh, boy, is he triggered. <laughs> so the Aussie guy uh, is basically, so, okay. Uh, Sean Connery Butler is like, what's, uh, what's Mr. Satan doing? Hanging <laughs> out with that Majin Buu. And the Aussie's like, Makes no difference to me, mate. I'm going to take Mr. Satan's place as the new hero in this land after I kill. My, he's also going to kill Mr. Satan, by the way. He's, I'm going to kill Majin Buu and kill Mr. Satan. And, but just remember, guy. this is the plot of Dragon Ball Z now. This is the plot of Dragon Ball Z. Is an Australian um, is going to kill Mr. Satan and become Mr. Satan and get all his money. And take all his money. I'll be recognized as a hero. As um, a hero? As a hero? That's not annoying. Excellent shot, master. That's not a Majin Buu. This is a Majin Buu. This is a Majin Buu. So his big... Yeah. Well, I just want to say again at home, you're going to be thinking, how does shooting Majin Buu's dog stop Majin Buu? (laughs) Get rid of that. Get rid of that thought. It is only going to hold you back because... He shot the dog first. He shot the dog first and then yelled, (laughs) announcing his presence, you're next, Majin Buu. Ha ha ha. He didn't want the element of surprise. He discarded such a thing. He does bring some great heat to the the playground today. We're going to be talking about that. This this Australian, the Australian, um, (laughs) Majin Buu has destroyed 80% of the world. And this guy's like, you know what'll stop him? This grenade launcher. Yeah, he has he has a shoulder-mounted grenade launcher. Yeah. And so does his Scottish butler. And they both right. whip those things out and go foot, foot. Now, you know what? Definitely the reason he, he took 80% of humanity is because the the rest of the world hadn't thought to use a grenade launcher yet. That's the main right. problem. Well, he I think the maybe he just thought Majin Buu was like too fast. And so no one had successfully hit him with a grenade launcher. It really did. It strikes you a lot like Dracula versus Doctor Zero, like someone who had not reviewed the tapes. No, I really not not done his homework. Um. Anyway, he they shoot the grenade launchers at Majin Buu and Mister Satan and Mister and Buu's house. Uh, they they wreck his crib. It's Sad. a really big explosion. Yeah, would have killed uh, anybody. Who's not Majin Buu? If it wasn't Majin Buu, but or then the smoke clears. <laughs> the smoke clears, loss, and guess who's standing there? Majin Buu stands Majin there. Buu. He's taking zero damage. He doesn't even have to like regen. He just took no damage. I thought uh, it was pretty funny. I because I was waiting for them to do the Dragon Ball Z dialogue thing where they go, he, "He's not human," but of course he's not human because he's you know he's Majin right. Buu. <laughs> yeah, he's not. Of course he's not human. But then, so, very exciting. Well, Boo opens his eyes, which is cool. Right. Um, and then steam comes out of his head like Popeye. And then we get a surprise run-in by Hercule, who punches Sean Connery in the face. In the time they took to whip out those things, Hercule started running up a mountain. Yes. To go give him some. 
He does give him a piece of his mind. He he works these dogs out. Good lord. He beats up Sean Connery. He beats up the Aussie guy. Uh, and then they both fall down a cliff. Like in real life, that's all it takes to die. You could yeah <laughs> certainly yeah. have killed them by punching them off a cliff. But no, of course, because they've merely fallen off a cliff, they're fine. But yeah, he knocks them out, and that's good enough for Majin Buu. Majin Buu who has killed and massacred in uh, 80% of the earth. But like this guy that shot his dog. Oh, he's unconscious now. That's good enough for me. Uh, he's, oh, this he, is the first he, time he's distracted Lawson because it's the first time he's been in love. He loves his dog sure. and right. Hercule. Then he hops down the mountain. He says, Oh, come quick. Majin Buu, Majin Buu. The dog is still breathing. And so Majin Buu, because he is uh, canonically imbued with the powers of Jesus Christ, God's only son and himself. Um, he can heal the dog with a mere touch. And so the dog shits out a bullet, this uh, like six inch long bullet shot from a sniper rifle. So Boo's healing powers work kind of like potions in Final Fantasy. Like as long as, as long as you have at least one hit point, they work, but they don't work. Like a a potion in Pokemon, you spray it and then it's all better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like any um, potion you'd find around the house. Right. But like if you you can't be at zero hit points because then it doesn't work. No, then you need to revive, which Majin exactly. Buu hasn't learned. Yep. Or Phoenix Down. So... I bet Bobbity knows revive. Oh man, I hope. That sick right. fuck. Um I wasn't gonna say. Oh right. So uh the pup lives, uh Boo heals him. Piccolo is at the lookout, confused, by the way, watching this with Dende. Piccolo's like, why is that fake fighter being Majin Buu's servant? And Dende, ever the optimist, he's like, maybe this means Majin Buu's not going to fight anymore. And yeah, Dende's like, like sh- I think this is still a great show. I'm happy to be here. It's made my career being on Dragon Ball Z. Isn't this great, you guys? He says to the camera. I'm Let's see now. where it goes. Uh, remember when I was on Namek? You know, the show's still good, I promise. And Piccolo's like, this changes nothing. And Piccolo basically looks at the camera and is like, in case you thought the plot of Dragon Ball Z was over, it's not. It's not. There's it's still, only begun. There's still a central conflict. We have to Majin, train. We still have to train. I want to point out that this Australian guy, um, not that I wanted him to, but he came in here ready to kill Majin Buu. And he didn't even kill a dog. You gotta admit, <laughs> though, he's got a fighter's heart. Well, I, he came I'm not gonna admit win. that, Alex. I'm Nobody not gonna can question that. that he has a fighter's heart. We'll have to see I, from him later. But okay. yeah, Piccolo, he's like, I gotta train these boys. And yes, then he yells train at boys. them. Yeah, Trunks and Goten are being mothered, and then Piccolo's like, alright, that's enough. Yeah. Time to get back to training. And I don't know how long we're supposed to think it's been, but Trunks is like, we literally just got back a minute ago. So, like, I right. guess no time has passed. Oh, I'm so tired. And then Piccolo's like, <laughs> he's doing, like, what Rocky's coach does. He's like, you're a bum. You're washed you're up. A bum. Trunks. Go 10. Trunks. you get up stop doing nap time and do some push-ups, you bum. And then that, were, this is kind of a big episode for triggering moments because then the mothers are there. They're overhearing it. And they have to take Piccolo aside and they say, you do not talk to our children like that. Yes, he Piccolo gets chewed out by both moms who yell at him to give the kids a break and that they won't be able to fight at full strength if they are sleepy. 
and they do the they do the Karen thing of like if my husband was here, you wouldn't be doing this. And it's like she does say we just have this conversation. Also, maybe these kids should just do it because the world's gonna end. But you know that's hey that's insensitive of me, I guess. Chichi Let's all listen just, to Chi-Chi. Just because Goku's not here doesn't mean you can bully our kids. And right. he's like, bullying? I'm trying to save the world, woman. But <laughs> he instead... absolutely could have been like, you left me alone with your son and ten dinosaurs for six months before. <laughs> <laughs> what do you true. think I was doing? Yeah. Um, but then he's, he, he's, he backs down because it's two moms versus one Piccolo with a You can't handle two moms, folks. Yeah. So, if you have a drawing of Piccolo handling two moms, be sure to send it in to ballandsupra at gmail.com. And uh, tag Lost in Comedy. Tag Lost in Comedy. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so <laughs> he's got long arms. He can stretch those arms. Uh, Trunks decides, Trunks and Goten, uh, Trunks says, hey, let's go pick out Goten. Time to eat. Um, meanwhile, I know you've been wondering, guys. You're like, what's going on with Gohan? And the old Kai. Well, more and more of I'm, you are writing in. You're asking it, to, and here's yeah. what's happening. <laughs> Happy to tell you. You were worried we wouldn't let you know. The elder Kai uh, is watching uh, ladies do the fucking like workout tape stuff. Yeah, like the eighties jazzercise tape. Yeah, right. And they're doing one and two, one two poses. And Elder Kai says, quote, I like the number two pose. Right. <laughs> Sexually on. is what he means. Yeah, that's what he means. He looks, but he's still a sexual animal. Yeah, and we're not supposed to forget that, even though he's old. The show doesn't want us to forget it for one second. And Gohan even says, <sighs> he, he's just can you be a sexual animal here? <laughs> <laughs> And then he asked, uh, Elder Kai has to say, remember, I said this would take 20 hours. It's going to take 20 hours. This is part of it. Now, I want yes. you to physically describe what your mom's friend looks like, because I'm going to grope her. <laughs> this is in the plot. This is, this is I am not joking around. This no, is the plot of the show. <laughs> Alex is not. He's not kidding. So Gohan is worried. And then telepathically, Kai's like, oh, I can tell you're worried. Instead of worrying, let's talk about something else. And like you said, this is the quote. He says, tell me about this Bulma girl, this over the hill yet still vivacious Bulma. He talks (laughs) like how I talk. Over the (laughs) hill yet still vivacious is the quote. (laughs) Tell me you're white without telling me you're white, (laughs) elder guy. This is Dragon Ball Z. Come on now. Uh, And Gohan does say, I go, she's a real looker. It's kind of weird, but okay, Gohan. Uh, well, he's so... just trying to yes and Elder Kai. It's kind of a yeah. tough situation. They're on a separate planet, you know? Like, he has to hope he can go home later. This is what happened when young men are under the influence of older pervy men. Uh, that hold power over them, literally. He's holding they, power. They are, they're going to awaken great powers in them. <laughs> on the Kai planet. Uh, and Elder Kai's like, well, if that's the case, he also says some real gross stuff uh, that I didn't write down. And then yeah, he he's spits just like... in his hand a bunch. <laughs> he yeah. keeps saying, I'm going to need this, and then he spits in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, I 
<laughs> he yeah. keeps saying he's dry as a candle down there. <laughs> it's his words. He, he said, I'm 900 years old, and it's, I'm like the mummy down there. <laughs> I'm like the mummy who would do pretty well in a monster mash style tournament, he says. I'm like stands in an hourglass in my pants. <laughs> Much like sand in an hourglass, so is my pants through time, <laughs> says Elder Kai. This is part of the show. That's a quote. That's a direct quote that he says. <laughs> and he this takes at Prince least of... 7 to 22 minutes. This Elder Kai turns on Prince of Persia, sands the time, <laughs> Anyway, uh, I just wrote in my notes here, fuck off, Supreme Kai. Because what happened was Supreme Kai I also like, said this. <laughs> he's like, that's our elder. Look at him go. He's great. And I'm like, fuck off. And um, it's going to cut back to him later, too. And I just genuinely think Supreme Kai is the worst character they've ever made. <laughs> he fucking sucks. He fucking he's sucks. supposed to be so cool, and he sucks so bad. He sucks so much. He's not even slightly cool. No. No. Um, anyway, uh, time for Booze Cribs 2, everybody. Majin Boo is rebuilding his house. Yay. From Souls. From Souls. That's the thing to keep in mind. We're supposed to celebrate <laughs> rebuilding <laughs> the house made of human souls. The one that Hercule and the cute dog hang out in now. We're supposed to be like, oh, this is cute now. Meanwhile, well, they're funny. literally in a horrifying <laughs> house of humanity. Um, it's so, funny. <laughs> it's really funny. Housewife Hercule uh, gets to sit at the big boy table now, because now Madrebu considers him his friend and somewhat equal? Question mark. I I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I mean, like it, close. Madrebu to- is like if you let a two year old just like run the house, kind of is the situation yes. they're in. So he's like a innocent. Cherub, but also like is violent and doesn't. It, he almost of mice and men's Hercule multiple times. Yeah, so after Hercule comes sequence. for him and they eat, then they go to the bath and Boo's like, "You get in bath too." He's like playing with the dog, and <laughs> I love what Her- Hercule's like. Are you sure? And what Boo says is, "Boo not shy." <laughs> right. Who is looking to experiment? And so Hercule hops in. And her, Boo's like, you have fun? And he's like, well, yeah. And before he can finish the sentence, uh, he gets waterboarded by fucking Majin Boo. Majin Boo <laughs> holds his head underwater with, like, really no understanding of how long humans can stay down there. For definitely too long. Like, And like, it's, uh, this strength <laughs> is that of Majin Boo, keep in mind. So it's really a murderer's row. Yeah, Hercule lives on the mere whim that Majin Boo decides to lift him back up. He literally could have just killed him in the most horrifying way. Just held him in the bath and drowned him. It's terrifying to watch, and he could not revive him. Uh, no, not if he drowned. He no, could no. heal him at one health point. Right. Uh, maybe I think I'm sorry. Maybe this is a Majin Buu kink thing. Like he gets off on almost killing somebody, but then not. Um, it is tied to his most pleasant memories, so that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Because uh, then he does it again, so it's uh. Yeah, I, think, I mean, his, his best this... memories are probably like saving that dog, and then like when he destroyed Saigon. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what he's nostalgic for. That's where he's the he's nostalgic for. <laughs> when he, yeah. 
Uh, shit. Anyway, um, so Hercule does get out of the bath. He lives. He gets out of there. He's in a rope. Then he, he looks at the picture he took with Majin Buu and thinks about how he took advantage of Buu's um, innocence, question mark, naivete, and took a, a picture with him. Um, Making it appear that he defeated Majin Buu. This was his original yes. plan for a yeah. press victory. I don't yeah. really think it made a ton of sense to begin with because it's... <laughs> again, they just already said he had killed 80% of people, so they'd right. be like, he's still there. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where this only would have worked if Hercule could have found some way to actually defeat him later. But anyway, he feels he, bad about it now, so he's like, "Yeah, I'm getting rid of this photo." Yeah, well, because he's like, you Majin know, Buu. he's decided that Majin Buu is easily influenced, and therefore was just doing what his evil wizards told him to do, and that he actually could be a force for good in the world if right. directed. Let's say the Majin Buu Hercule so, relationship is an age gap relationship. And Hercule yes. feels very guilty about that. That's true. Um, but like uh, all age gap relationships, the younger party could, of course, overpower and kill the older, older party at any point. Right. That's why Leo keeps dating those new girls, because he doesn't want to die. You know? He, he does, he's scared for his life, and when you're all so mean to him. That's when they find their strength to murder Leonardo DiCaprio, is what the witch told him. Alex, <laughs> that's what the witch told him. All Me right, don't everyone, like your appearance in Titanic. <laughs> everyone who jumps down Leo's throat, you'd be, you'd feel bad too if you knew that any woman the age of twenty three is like Macbeth. Yeah, like no no woman of twenty three years may snap thy neck. Okay, <laughs> that's my head cannon for why Leo does. Can this. you make it rhyme, Lawson? Um, <clears throat> can you no, make it rhyme? Uh, um, a woman of 23 years or uh, more Come on. will snap thy neck so thine live no more. Wait, I ran more with more. Fuck! That was one of the worst <laughs> rhymes I've ever heard. Damn it! You'll never be on my rap outfit with <sighs> Anders Lee. Oh, you guys start a thing? Yeah, I get Anders to rap as frequently as I can. He does have some oh. stock lines he ref- he returns to. Like, he insists on doing, like, it's for last name Lee, first name Anders, hitting the mic like Dion Sanders, I believe is the one he always okay. says. <laughs> the mic like, okay. And it's right. like, I know you wrote that one. That's a good one, but you can't keep saying it because yeah, we need fair. new stuff from you. Yeah. The, the studio. You need, you need studio time, Alex. Yeah, he He's needs studio time. We're, we're gonna make a we're gonna make a star out of him. Yeah. Okay, so let's um, wrap up this episode, though. So, <laughs> what's okay, up? Yeah. So anyway, uh, Nausea shows up. Turns out he's not dead and falling down a cliff. Yeah. And he's got a gun, and there's nothing scarier than Nausea with a gun. And that might sound racist, but all my but Australian friends tell me that Australians with guns are terrifying, and I wouldn't want to face one down. He shoots. He calls Mister Satan a traitor for being Majin Buu's maid. Hercule tells, gives him the old uh, egret and tells him that he knows nothing. And then uh, he shoots Mr. Satan just right. Like, at first In it looks like blood. Hercule's going to move at super speed and disarm him. But then you remember that he's actually just Hercule, so he just gets shot and dies. It even does the, like, little lines, like when Goku warps. But instead, yeah. it's just he's warping to getting shot faster. He's moving towards the bullet faster. And it, he, it's like right below his neck. It's like one of the worst places you could be shot. Yeah, he's shot <laughs> and he's bleeding out. Majin Buu runs in. Uh, the Aussie says over his shoulder, this isn't over, Majin Buu, not by a long shot. 
which is ironic given how this episode ends. Right. And we'll then, see um, about that. Majin Buu, he's having a he's having a triggered uh rage fit. Uh where's the trigger? Uh and uh he's triggered and then he heals Mr. Satan, while still being triggered, Mr. Satan gets back up. He's like, you healed me. But Majin Buu is still being triggered, and he says, take dog and run. You take the doggo and run. Take the doggo and run. And Mr. Hercule uh, takes the doggo and runs. And uh, Majin Buu uh, summons a cum cloud that becomes evil Buu. That's what I wrote down. Is well, it's so he does Popeye steam, and then the steam, steam. the steam comes together to make a tall, thin Majin Buu, which is the recurring trope of the arc is that you can be a fat, funny guy or a tall, uh, anemic man, and those are the two (laughs) kinds of guys. He's not even really, he's anemic, yeah, he's like straight up in a like a you see his like joints, it's gross, and uh, he's anemic and gray. The show tells you because it's not really clear, they're like, (laughs) Oh, yeah, this one is the bad one. The narrator hits you in the head with a lore pipe, being like, That is all of Boo's evil impulses congealed into one thing. And in case you were like, Oh, is he really evil though? He just goes up to the Aussie guy who, remember, said this isn't over. It just obliterates some of the blast. Just kills yeah, him. he wipes out a mountain behind him. <laughs> yeah, and also fuck that mountain, too. Um, that, I mean, it was really hard for a portion of the fan base to watch their favorite character, Australian, Australian. man with Scottish <laughs> butler, lose his life like that. I know, I know. After appearing really... briefly and shooting a dog. <laughs> when he first showed up and shot a dog, I was like, man, I thought this guy's going to live for forever. It's kind of uh, a weird choice that he shoots He shoots Hercule, which makes Boo so mad that even when Hercule is okay because he heals him, it's <laughs> he's still d- too yes, mad. He's still <laughs> mad. That's the thing, yeah. So, after, that's the, so he was mad about the dog, but then Hercule beat the guys up and he stopped being mad. This time he heals Hercule and he just he stays mad. Ah. And ah. then the narrator says, "Yeah, Boo expelled his hatred into one being, and that's like me when I'm in the bathroom. Uh, that's like Lawson when he's <laughs> in the bathroom. I thought that's what watching I watching this. <laughs> that's what I call it. <laughs> Expelling all my hatred. Uh, anyway, uh, Supreme Kai, who I just want to point out, we cut to Supreme Kai, who's like, wait a minute." Something bad has happened on Earth. And I want to point out that <laughs> he's reacting to evil Boo killing one Aussie. Meanwhile, the other Boo had wiped out 80% of the Earth. And he'd been up there just fucking around with Kabito and a sword and Gohan. Not I mean, ever like, reacting. He's also in charge of all of space. So it's like, isn't right. there something more interesting happening <laughs> anywhere else in existence right now? Supreme Kai's favorite character was the Aussie guy, I think. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> That guy's dead now. He loved his pluckish get to itiveness. <laughs> he didn't, you know, he really t- he didn't take no for an answer. That all he got. It's like, <laughs> he a, he's a rogue. <laughs> Say what you will. He was a rogue. Say what you will. He, you know, he had his own way of doing things. So that's he, then he did. Yeah. So now there's two Majin Boos and. Uh, yeah. So out of seven Dragon Balls, what would you give this, Sir Alex Patek? Wow, this is one of the best episodes I've ever seen. It's really hard really? for me to judge objectively with how <laughs> attached I was to Scottish Butler and 
and the bad Australian <laughs> guy and what happened to them. But um, much like Majin Buu split into two, my opinion is split into two about this great episode. And so I will say that it was roughly three out of seven Dragon Balls. The great emotional betrayals are something we will be talking about for generations, but there was no real battling of any kind short of Hercule punching a guy off a cliff, which was pretty cool. Three out of seven Dragon Balls. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you guys. I think it's exactly mid. I think it's three out of seven. It's a mid episode. Uh, the Hercule Majin Buu stuff is the highlight, but like, is it a high enough highlight? And I would say no. It's not uh, as bad as some of the other episodes we've been watching, though. Definitely not. But the rest of the show fucking sucks. You El gotta Kai, admit, it's something. It sucks. Supreme Kai sucks. Uh, Piccolo and the boys. The boys are fun, but. Like nothing, they didn't do anything. With this episode, they so. suck. Um, yeah, three out of seven. Mid, it was mid. Thoroughly mid, through and through. First of all, it's the plug train. Chugga 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 chugga. What's up, ballers? It's your boy Lawson Phoenix, and I'm here to talk about uh, my first uh, tabletop RPG release. I'm very excited. It's called Ashes in the Goblet. It's the first bundle by Phoenix Golem Games. I'm lost in Phoenix, one half of Phoenix Golden Games. Uh, it features two unique supplements for two different systems. The first is Fog Isle, Murder and Blind Yaw. It's a full D&D 5e adventure designed by my friend Alex Fleming, a friend of the show. Playtested in summer camps this year. It has two difficulty modes, so you can run the adventure at different levels of play. The second is ICRPG First Fantasy, which is designed by yours truly. It is a supplement for the index card RPG system. It's a Final Fantasy setting. Uh, it's complete with 10 different life forms, aka races, 16 classes, 6 unique loot tables, and a full bestiary. Please go to sodabags.itch.io to purchase the complete bundle. Uh, it would help out a lot. Thank you, and tell your friends. Tell your favorite game masters. Tell everybody you know. <laughs> Thanks, ballers. Those are wonderful plugs uh, for my shit. Okay, November 18th, we have the next Game Boys show. These are hot shows, folks. You do not want to miss them. That's at Caveat Theater in New York City, 7 p.m. Tickets in bio. Uh, listen to Quarators, my new show where we watch Quora. That's Q-U-O-R-A-T-O-R-S. Quarators, that's right. We watch Quora, the website you read. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> I can't wait to listen to that. And that's it for me. And Katie is not here. So her plug is to feed the children of the world, as it is every week. The Patreon. And the dra- the Ballin' Out Super Patreon, BOS, uh, patreon.com slash BOSpod. It's her final wish that you support it. Also, it's Halloween. Yeah. Uh, uh, and with all that said... Thanks for listening for one more week. We'll see you next week over here at the one and only Ballin' Out. Super. Super.